you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with your, with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. Hey, hey, it is just about to be a brand new year. Brooke, can you believe that it's almost 2024? No, it makes me sick to my stomach thinking that we're already another year down, but time sure does fly. Wild. So as we all know, like this is the time that we start, you know, it's a new fresh start. It's a new year. Like we all do this, right? We all make some level of like, I'm going to do this this year. I'm going to set a goal or I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on something different this year, right? I'm going to be this new version of myself. And some of us are very successful. Some of us, not so much. Right. And what we wanted to do today is dive into you know, when, when you're setting these new year's resolutions or goals for yourself or themes, if you will, that we've talked about in the past, um, is like, what are some, what are some best practices to do this? And Brooke, I've always, I've always, uh, loved your thought process with like having the themes. We talked about this last year, you and I both set themes kind of for the year, um, before we dive into that, how did, how did your theme go? Did you, did you hit it like you're supposed to, or or talk to me about it? I think that it was, so my word of the year was build. It was, you know, to build in so many ways, build my faith, build my, you know, my income, build my family, build just so many different things. And, um, you know, I, I think it will, I probably will say it's my first year where I'm not so confident I did that, but I feel like I built so many things that were unexpected, if that makes any sense. You know, I really try, like I build my strength in so many ways. I build my faith. Yes, that was one thing I wanted to focus on. Like I built a lot, you know, my husband and I are going through a lot of hard times right now that are, that really truly has thrown a curveball into my word of the year. So you know, we're, we're struggling with infertility. We're struggling with building a family. So of course I could sit there and go, well, that didn't happen. So my new year's resolution didn't work, but I think that's the point of why I said a word for the year versus me saying, oh, my new year's resolution is to be a mom. Like my new year's resolution was to build a family, but I do believe we're working on that, right? Like the things that we're doing is taking steps to be able to build that. So while yes, I could sit there and say, In many ways, I don't feel like this was a very successful word of the year. I will say I was successful in trying to keep it forefront of mind and everything I do. And that's the point of the word of the year, because I find for myself, if I set a resolution or a goal, it it mostly dwindles. But if I set a word of the year, like my intention of that is to every action that I take, everything that I do, I try to remember, like, is this what's going to build whatever it may be. So that's kind of what how I use the word of the year. And I would say I was successful in trying to keep that front of mind. How about you, Danny? Um, I'll get to mine in a second, but I want to touch on yours really quick. You know, I, I, you know, you and I have talked, like I applaud you for 
your faith, your strength and, and everything that you guys are going through. And, and I know it's, it's, it's gotta be a lot, you know, and, and I know myself and everybody here, you know, is here for you guys, you know, but I almost disagree with you a little bit. Like, and what I mean by that is maybe built wasn't the way that you thought it would be this time last year, but if anything, maybe it hasn't even happened quite yet, but like, think of like, I've built like going through the, the, what you're going through now is going to build your faith hundred percent. Right. It's going to build your relationship with Joe, right? Like no matter whether it's, you know, in the moment now or in the future build, like going through this together is only going to strengthen that kind of relationship. Right. It's probably going to build your relationship with, you know, maybe your parents or whatever, like, like there's and probably even building your own confidence or strength overall having to go through hard times you know what i'm saying so it's it's almost like even if you can't see that now like i think this is whether god or or whatever you you want to say is has to put you through those kind of things because if you say i want to build strength i want to build this it's not so much just here you go it's here's a situation for you to go through in order for you to get that you know what i'm saying yeah wow I kind of like got the I, chills thinking about that. But no, I mean, that's that's a really good way to look at it because looking at it that way, I mean, you're absolutely right. Mine and Joe's relationship is stronger than it's ever been. So, yeah. I mean, so many ways you're right. Like even the relationship with my parents, like my my in-laws, just my, my support system, like I we have built a lot. So when you look at it that way, wow, yeah, thank you. I needed to hear it, that. Well, and you're you're welcome, but it's it's just, it's instead of looking at the the negative side, right? We talked with like, uh, with, with, Ted, when he was yes. on, right? Like we, we have a tendency to do that. Like is say like, I did focus on building and I did build. Maybe it wasn't quite what I thought it would be, but it's never going to be, you know what I mean? And, right. you know, if, if your faith like you, you have, like, I assure you, if you ask for something, it will be given. It just might not be the way that you think it's going to be given. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, usually it will come in the form of like, here's a situation for me to build the skill set of what it is that I'm trying to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I think you're very successful. Well, thank you. Thank you. I needed to hear that. <laughs> Good. Me on the other hand, eh, not so much. Mine was, <laughs> mine was, if you guys remember, mine was fun. And I think, I think I, I definitely, I kept it in front of mine sometimes. Um, I think what I did though, almost kind of similar to you, Brooke is I more so, I guess for me though, it's, it's, I more so like set up situations and made hard decisions so that I could have fun. It was, it was almost like I was a year too early for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was almost like I had to, I had to do some things first to clear way so that I could have fun, right? Like closing Shelby, right? Which was a, I didn't have to do that. It wasn't a, we're going under type of thing. You know what I mean? It was just, I felt in order to get raw to where I wanted it to be, to get my family where I wanted it to be, to get my life where I wanted it to be, my team's life, like all of that, I needed to make that decision. You know what I mean? Other things within raw or staffing or procedures or whatever, right? Like all of these different, like, things that I was holding on to or mantras. Like I, I made a lot better decisions this year and they were very difficult decisions this year, you know? Um, and they were stressful. Right. But again, going back to what I was saying to you, I think it was put, it was, I had to go through those situations 
in order to get to the theme, if you will, that I eventually want. You know what I mean? And it was up to me to make those decisions or not. Thankfully, I did where to where now I can maybe focus a little bit more on fun or there's kind of something I still feel needs to be in place first, which when we talk about maybe our themes now, like I, I will will touch on. But um, so to say, like, did I have more fun? Not necessarily. If anything, I had a lot less fun because of these hard decisions. I had a lot of stress this year. Um, but I, I set myself up to be able to have more fun in the, the scheme of like, you know, what we're talking about in themes it for my future or for my, the business's future or for my family and, and things like that. Right. Yeah. And I think that what you had said, you made the point of, it's almost like you were a year ahead. And I think that in ways, maybe you weren't so much having fun doing what you're doing. Like you were doing the things that you needed to do so you could have fun. And maybe it wasn't this year, maybe it's going to be next year or in the future at the end of the day, you know, I, I think that it's still in a sense was setting you up for that. And maybe that was just how it had to work. Maybe your timing and your season wasn't ready for you to have fun right now because you needed to set up, put all the things in place so you could have that. So, you know, I think that I I agree with you in the sense of, because me and you are the same, we we critique and we, we, we always instantly go to the, what can we make better? What can we, that's just like how we are, but I think it is important. Yep. But I think it's important to, yeah, acknowledge that why things happen the way they did and to to look at the positives, even if maybe we don't feel like they're positives, the silver linings or or the setup for for where it's at. So I want to first to not even first because we've already you know chatted for a while. But if you're listening to this and you kind of don't know what we're talking about when we talk about the word of the year, um, I almost want to reiterate it. And, you know, when Danny and I were trying to think of topics and trying to think of some things to talk about, you know, we kind of said goal setting. But we always talk about this and we both kind of agreed that, while well, yes, you guys, if you've if you've been a faithful listener from day one, you're probably like, oh, yeah, we heard this last year. But maybe you need to hear it again because it's a new year. It's a new mindset. and. I, every single year, do this. It's it's not a thing where one year I pick a word of the year, one year I do New Year's resolutions. No, like this is something that I do every single year. So you guys, we believe, need to hear this again. And hopefully this will re-motivate you. But what are we talking about? So I'm a firm believer that while, yes, New Year's resolutions might be wonderful, they're very empty. And what I mean by empty is they're, it's it's just like, I want to lose 30 pounds this year. And while, yes, that might be a wonderful goal, there is so, there's so much missing from that. And what I mean by that is there's steps to get there. How are you going to lose those 30 pounds? How are you going to do this? What is your process? So while, yes, I think New Year's resolutions can be helpful, I'd prefer to see like almost a roadmap of goals of like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to live this, like almost keep asking the whys or like the hows, like how, 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 how to get your goal. And so, but in all that being said, goals, goal setting, New Year's resolutions for many people just don't work. And I started this, I gosh, maybe 10, maybe less, a little less than 10 years ago. I just decided, you know what? Every single year, I'm going to pick a word of the year. I'm going to live by it. I'm going to try to have every action, every decision, every everything I do be surrounded by that. Some of my words have been, you know, this past year, build. I've had faith. 
Um, I've had, I think I had passion, you know, I've had so many different, and I just try to live by that. And I found from my experiences that that is my best new year's resolution, so to speak, because I have found even in December, I'm still living by the goal of the word that I'm going to live by from January. And so we encourage you and, and, you know, whether it be a word of the year or a statement or whatever it may be to choose that and to live by it. And so you can stay, stay with it. And, and what, how I do this is I just, I look at my year that I had and I look at what I want to do in the next year and what's important to me. And then I just spend some time, you know, sometimes I will go to Google. Sometimes I'll go to Pinterest and look up words of the year just to get some inspiration. Like, where do I want to be? What do I want to be? So I'm almost kind of in my mind setting a new year's resolution. Like what, do I want to be this? If And if your New Year's resolution is like, I want to lose 30 pounds, okay, let's think of a word that could help get you there. Is that determine, like de- determination? Is that your word of the year? Like everything you do, you're going to do it and you're going to be determined. Every action you make, or is it going to be um, hustle? Or is it going to be, you know, commitment, right? Like these words that can help you get to your New Year's resolution. So that's kind of how we... Um, you know, how we've been doing our New Year's resolutions, so to speak. And I know we've chatted about this a lot, but for those who maybe haven't listened to last year's goal setting, that's kind of where we're at and and why we have done the word of the year. And and look at us, we're still sitting here talking about it. We're still sitting here evaluating it. Like truly, how many people even remember their like some people don't even know what they set for their New Year's resolution because that's so that far disconnected. So um, just a challenge for you guys in the sense of maybe you shift your New Year's resolution to just like a word of the year or a couple goals that you want to accomplish and maybe try to find that roadmap of how you're going to do it. Yeah, it's I mean, obviously, we we spent the first 10 minutes talking about ours and, you know, it's whether we are truly successful to our what we our standards or what we thought at, at the very least we were focusing on it we were thinking about it consistently right and it goes back to what we've talked about before is like focusing on what's going on at hand versus like the outcome right so instead of like did i lose the 30 pounds it's like did i do my theme at least and can i at least say i've been successful at that you know and it's not so much did i fail or succeed it's more so you know if I failed, it's really more like I just didn't get quite the results that I wanted. So I just need to make a tweak. It's just a learning process. Right. So I, I, I like the theme and, and Brooke, while we were talking, I, I didn't even think about like, this is exactly what we do at raw. Even before you kind of told like, we always do our 90 day quarterly themes. And then we build out our goals based on that. And I didn't even think about that. We do that. Um, yeah. So it, it, I guess we, I use it all, all the time and didn't even think about it. Love so it. When when somebody's building out a theme, right? I think I think a couple things to consider is, you know, what is it that you want to accomplish? What what do you want to feel? What emotions do you want? What do you want to happen this year? And then kind of broke, like you said, like, how can I work backwards from that? Or how can I find a theme that plays up? So in order to and, and I'll say it slightly different than what you did, is like, okay, the person that wants to lose 30 pounds is you know, you mentioned like determination or whatever, like sit there and like really think about it as like, for one, either why do I want that? Or what is really holding me back from that? And then how can you fill that gap with your theme of that? So like, for instance, I talk with a lot of people that struggle 
with where they're at just because they lack like accountability or support, right? So like, how can you tie in like, you know, I'm going to be coachable, right? Like, so my word is coachable and I'm going to, I'm going to seek advice. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to hire a professional to help me with this weight loss. I'm going to do the things necessary so I can be held accountable because that's that missing link. And that's what I'm going to tie my theme into, right? So I think like finding it, what is it that you want to do? What is that outcome or you want to happen this year? And then work backwards of like, what are the missing blocks or pieces in order to get there? And then how does that wrap into like the theme of it? And then from there, you can have actual goals of like, how do I determine if I was successful or not? And maybe that's something you and I could do better with saying like, was built actually successful or not? Was fun actually successful or not? Because I think I think we both came away that it was to some capacity, but like maybe we need a little bit more checkpoints in that as well of like, did I actually use that for my good when I was trying to do it, you know, but at the same time, keep it simple, you know? Yeah. Like tangible things. Cause I, I agree. Like sometimes it's good to check things off and, and I, and I try to do that. I try to like really quarterly just go and evaluate and kind of see where I'm at with things. And so I agree, maybe like we can kind of try to sit there and make something more of a checklist or tangible where we like, know we're kind of getting there. So do you know what your word of the year is going to be for next year? I do. Um, so I, I do. Well, I mentioned, I mentioned earlier, right? Like I think I was a year ahead. I don't, I still don't think I'm ready for like fun, right. You Mm -hmm. know, to, 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 to like the, the, the way I was originally thinking about it. What I do know what I need to still do is my word, and it's something that's been on my mind heavily for probably about six months now, is prioritization, right? Prioritize. And the reason I say that is, so I'm going to I'm gonna use raw, for example, because that takes up about 15 hours of my day usually, you know, is... I tend to, and I'm I'm not just saying like just for raw, like I'm saying prioritize everything in life, but I'm going to use raw as an example because that's like, that's where I feel I'm lacking the most with it is I, I get a lot of work done. I do a lot and I do prioritize pretty well. However, there's still things that I know could like say move the business further along that I'm just not doing or I'm pushing off because I like doing this better or something like that, right? So I need to, I need to sit down and really prioritize of like, what are the things like, what do I really want long-term, right? Which I, I have a pretty good idea now, but like, what do I want long-term out of raw, for instance? And then what are the hundred percent things that need to be done in order to get there? What are the things that only I can do that need to be done there? And then I don't do anything else, but those things, right? So whether it's, I hire somebody, whether it's train somebody, whether um, I just delegate some of the stuff, it, whatever that is, is it, it just needs to happen. You know what I mean? Where my plate for the day is only filled with the things that are a massive priority for the business and not anything else. Right. Cause I'll still do too many things that are not really my role or responsibility, but I just like, ah, it's just quick and easy for me to do. I know how to do it best. Like I'll just do it. Right. That is not serving the business. That is not serving our team. That is not serving the the members of the gym, right? So like I need to get better with that. Just like I got better with making better decisions for the business this year. Um, I also need to do things within my priority tracker of my daily routine because then I will set myself up to be able to have fun and enjoy the process more and all that because I'm seeing the progress and I know deep down I'm doing the things that need to be done. And then 
this will also help like the anxiety of like the not having the growth or whatever it is for the business that maybe I wanted, or maybe I thought we would hit in this quarter or whatever it is. If I'm doing the things that are our highest priority and I know I'm only doing that and I'm focusing on that, I won't have that anxiety as much because I know I'm doing the things. We just need to make tweaks, right? The anxiety for me at least comes in is because I know I'm not quite doing all those things that I should be doing. And even if I'm working 15 hours a day, I'm prioritizing that 15 hours with things. I'm filling that 15 hours, just maybe not with always with the most important thing. You know what I mean? So it needs to be a thing for me going into this year. I need to figure it out. I'm already working on like a time management process of like allocating my resources and it's a whole thing. Like I'm, I'm taking my, cause I'm, I'm a very big idea guy. Right. So like I, this is terrible to say, uh, but I wake up in the middle of the night all the time and I can't sleep and I think about stuff for work and I just write it down, write it down, but I put it in my priority tracker and then I figure out what to do with it later. Like, all right, I'll do that in two weeks or I'll do this in four weeks. A lot of the times, like if I really just like put them into an idea bucket, right. And then it can't nothing like my, my, my priority list for the week is, is, you know, sacred, if you will, right? Like nothing can go in there. It has to go through this process in order to get in there. Where like at the end of the week, I can go into that idea list and like, okay, let me look at all these things. Is there any that I really need to do? A lot of times I'll probably go in there and be like, oh, that was a great idea at two in the morning, but I don't, it doesn't really make sense, right? But if it's in my priority tracker, I view it as priority. So I figure out a way to do it, even though I probably don't need, even though it's a great idea, it's probably not what I need to do. I need to do the boring work, the stuff that's just going to constantly move the business forward, right? And then if there's allocated time, then I can do the fun idea, entrepreneurial spirit things. And that's that's where myself and a lot of entrepreneurs get in trouble is this shiny object. They're like, this this sounds great. Like, let's this is something new and I want to do it, right? It's the same thing that I talk about with Shelby, you know, the Shelby location. Like, I just need to get back to like, do the boring stuff over and over and over again and, and put blinders onto everything else. Love that. I think that would be very, very good for you because, you know, you, you like you said it exactly, you've got ideas, but then I think prioritizing what is going to serve you in the best way, serve your family, serve the gym, serve your life, serve you. Yep. I think that's going to be wonderful. So I think that's a really good one for you. Cool. I don't know what mine is, but I've been praying and thinking about it a lot more. I'm thinking along the realms of like patience or grace or trust, something like that, because obviously like yes what it's it's be it's going to be around what we're going through because this is like the forefront of our life of everything that we're working for and i think that i i joke all the time i joke all the time that you know there's a reason why this happened to me because i'm a control freak and i'm a like i always am like this is my life i was going to get married at this age i was going to have a baby at this age we're going to have another baby at this age and this is how it's all going to go and i like oh jokes on me <laughs> So I think for me, I mean, just like funny story. And I think the more I'm talking this out, I think I know what my word's going to be. But I got into sourdough baking and I didn't get into it because I like to bake. I didn't get in. I literally am not a baker. The reason why I got into it was because someone had said that it's a labor of love and it takes so much patience and you literally could. And that's exactly what it was. I made this starter and this person that I followed and told me it was supposed to literally be a 10 day thing. And it wasn't a 10 day thing for me. It was going on and on and on. And all of a sudden, you know, it's a two week, three week. And then I'm just like, what the heck? And I named my starter patience because sourdough baking taught me patience. And I'm, and it's like people name their starters and truly I named their patience because it taught me patience. And I think like with what we're going through right now, 
the lesson that I learned this year was like, I just need to be patient. I need to trust the process. I mean, everything that we're going through, all the doctors that we're working with, all the team that we're working with to help us get pregnant is literally just saying, you just need to be patient. Of course, we want a baby right now in our arms. Of course we do. But if we try to rush it, it's maybe not going to be the healthiest baby or we could end in loss or whatever that may be. So being patient in the process. So that's probably going to be my word now that I'm talking about it more, but something along those lines, because I like, if you would have told me like three years ago that I was learning patience, like I would have laughed because I was never been a patient person. I am an absolute control freak. I like to control and I am living through something that is so uncontrollable. It isn't even funny. Like I literally can't, I mean, I could do all I can to control it, but like, I can't stand my fingers and be like, Hey, here's a baby because you just can't. And so I'm learning that like, as much as I just have to like submit to God's time, or if maybe that's not what you believe in, I just have to submit to what was meant to be, what the universe was going to give me, whatever that may be. I'm spiritual. I believe that God is a time. God, God knows my baby's birthday. God knows the day my baby's getting married. God don't, knows exactly. And that might be 10 years from now. I hope it's not, but that might be what it is. And so that's kind of what I'm leaning more towards is something along the lines of patience or trust or grace or whatever that may be. I think it's very logical, Brooke. It, it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about at the beginning of this, right? Like it's you ask for something or you know you need to improve on something like, all right, here you go. Here's what you asked for, right? And it might not be the way that we wanted to, but if not, what that's the only way that you'll be able to overcome the control, you know, variation of yourself that you want to improve or whatever it is. Right. Cause I'll be the first to tell you, I got three little ones and as much as you want to think you're going to be able to control them, it's not the case. I, I haven't even been to bed yet today because I didn't go to sleep last night. Cause I have two kids that just will not sleep right now. And I can't control that. Like no matter what I try, I could give them yeah. drugs and stuff like that. Obviously I'm not going to do that, but like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, I can't control that. Right. So part of this too, is like, I know you, you want to be an excellent parent and I know you will be, you got to get over the, you having to be able to control it if you're going to be a good parent. Right. And you have to have patience in order to be a good parent. Cause it, if you don't have patience as a parent, it's, it's very, very difficult. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So again, I think for you, God, maybe other people, you know, whatever it is you want to feel like you needed to have this experience in order to be the best possible parent that you could be. I absolutely agree. So Love yeah, it. that's the, I think it's a good one. You still yeah, got time to make a decision, but yes, that's what I'm leaning more towards. So we challenge you guys, whether it's a word of the year, a statement of the year, maybe try to try to take some time, think about it, evaluate your year, look at how your year was, and then what you want your next year to be. And share it with us. Shoot us a DM on social media. Email us if you're one of our members. Like, let us know. We want to know what your word of the year is and we want to help you with it. And we encourage you to do that. So, thank you for tuning in. We wish you all a very healthy and happy 2024. And we'll be back next week. We'll be back next year. It sounds so funny to say that. We'll be back next year with another episode of Confidently Flawed. But until then, we'll see ya. Yeah.